Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. You know, let me tell you something about the book of Revelation. The Bible says that John saw Jesus Christ and he saw in his right hand stars, seven stars. And then he also saw, saw him holding the candlestick. Okay? It is called the menorah. Now, Jesus explained that the candles, the stars in his hands are the messengers, the, the, the overseers of the candlestick that is called the church. So in every church, the leader of the church is called the angel of the church. Now, when we say angel of the church, we are not talking about the angels in the lower rank. The meaning of angel means angelos, meaning one that is sent. So angels are created to be sent. So mommy here is the angel of the church here. Can you see that? Now, if you come to my, my church, I am the angel of the church. Pastor Praise is the angel of his church. You're welcome, man of God. The Lord under you. Oh, let's appreciate you. Oh. Listen, even if you don't understand English, don't worry. The Spirit of God will give you the word. You see, one of the biggest churches ever in, in the world, um, Redeemed Christian Church, the overseer was an illiterate. The only book he could read was the Bible. It came by revelation. You see. So, when I speak, I'm speaking English. But, it is not, you are hearing English. But what I'm saying is not English. What I'm saying is the spirit. So, you see, I have ministered to people who don't speak English. I've ministered to French people. They don't understand English. And as I minister... The Spirit of God began to make meaning to them. The word. They will all get up and begin to scream and pray. You know, they, they really got into the thing. I was surprised. That was the first time I preached when I started, you know, this new way of teaching. And I was like, wow. I've preached to people who speak only three. And I speak English. But by the time I'm done, because you see, it is not about you. It's about the one that is giving the information to you. So you don't limit yourself and say, I don't understand English. You, you are limiting yourself. Don't, don't limit yourself by human standard. Open up yourself according to God's standard. 
Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are life and they are spirit. But the only way I can, I can channel the, the spirit to you is the words I use called English. That is how come Jesus is the same Jesus in English. He is called Yesu in Chi. He is called no, eh, Yesu in Ga. Ma, Mawu or whatever. In other languages. But that same name works. If I say Jesus and the Chi guys also say Yesu, it will do the same work. It doesn't say you speak English so English people will receive. No, 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 no. Because what we are, listen, the name, the language we speak is a coating around the spirit. So nobody is limited by language. I can promise you, maybe you have never been to school. You can't read. But the day you decide to go by the spirit, you can read the Bible. That could be the only book you read. My mother-in-law had never been to school before. She loved God to the core. The only book she could ever read was the tree Bible. And this woman, I don't know what she was reading, but she was memorizing the word of God into her spirit. Like she knew something was going to happen. After some time, she went blind. Glaucoma. Now, there's no day you will ever speak to this woman. If you speak to her, she will recite a scripture. Whatever situation, she will recite a scripture. Until a few days before she died, anytime you go to her and you're like, hey, grandma, grandma, how are you? She doesn't respond to you. She keeps looking straight. And then you hear her say, I know you. Are you not the father? And is that not your son, the lamb? She was sitting down in the room. I'm talking about Tema Committee 6. Yet her eyes were open, but she was blind. Physically, she was blind, but her spirit was open. Her spirit had entered into heaven. And she could see the father and could she, she could see Jesus. You know what was happening? They were waiting for her to come. See, when you go to heaven, who receives you in heaven really matters. That is why you don't limit yourself with anything. Language. You can be living in Kaswa. If God wants you to be here, you have no choice. You must be here. Because if you are looking for a job and you are living in Kaswa and the job is here, five times in a day you will come. But when it has to do with what feeds your spirit, Today, look at what is happening in the economies all over the world. It should tell you, God is the only one that can fix things. How many of you pray and have results? You know, every time when you pray, you have results. You pray, you have results. I'm talking about those guys. Okay. How many of you know, as you pray, sometimes you have, sometimes you don't have? Be truthful. I will not give anybody money for saying all oh, my prayers work. How many of you, you know when you pray, Charlie, you don't get it. Okay, we don't have those guys here. Okay. How many of you have been sick or somebody sick and you prayed for them and they were never healed? Okay, how many of you, you pray for every sick person and they are healed? You. Because I'll call somebody and you, you will show us. I'll show you. You pray for everybody. What kind of cases are they? Stom stomachache, headache, pain, the leg, and uh, you too. Have you prayed for an asthma patient before? I'll give you one, okay? Diabetic. I'll give you asthma. Okay. 
If, if there's no asthma, we will give somebody asthma. Listen. The problem with the church is seeing your prayer manifest every time you pray. There are some Christians that have given up because they keep saying that I pray but it doesn't look like I have an answer. Somebody says, oh, I was sick but I prayed and yet the sickness didn't go. Somebody says, there was a situation that was coming to me. I saw it in a vision. I prayed about it but it still came. Then I asked myself, who did you pray to? They will tell you, I pray to God. Then I ask, in whose name did you pray? They will tell you, I prayed in the name of Jesus. And I ask, if you pray to God and you prayed in the name of Jesus, how come you are not healed? How come the situation is still there? How come? And that is what I'll show you tonight. Now, we all understand and we know that God is the one that answers prayer. But for you, the believer, today, your prayer is not the same as the prayers they prayed in the Old Testament. I told you this yesterday. Prayer is dispensational. In the dispensation of Abraham, it was different from the dispensation of Jeremiah. It was different from the dispensation of Isaiah. It was different from the dispensation of David. They are all different dispensations. That is why for every man that God called, he gave him a name to use. So Ezekiel saw God as Jehovah Tikenu. Jeremiah saw God differently. Abraham or Moses saw God differently. Remember, David, Moses said that when I go to Egypt, when they ask me, whose name should I tell them? Because you see, the one that sends you, gives you a name to use. Abraham saw God in a different way and so he called God Jehovah Jireh. God that provides. But you never hear David call God the God that provides. Because his encounters with God were different on a different pedestal. Can you see this? So you know all the Jehovah's. Adonai. Adonai is a name, the, one of the names of God that was easier for the Jewish to mention. Now, the Jews are not capable of mentioning one of God's special names called Yahweh. Today we call oh Jehovah Jehovah. If if we were in those times, you don't dare to just mention Jehovah. Jehovah was a holy name that was was not easily mentioned. So they used to call him Adonai or God, Elohim. 
So if you read the book of Genesis, how God introduced himself to mankind, he always started with God, Elohim. Now, anytime he said Elohim, he was not referring to one person. He was referring to three persons in one. In the Old Testament, the three of them are the three of them is called Elohim. In the New Testament, the three of them is called Theotis or the Godhead. Now, the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because some of us in prayer, we begin to see God the Father differently. We begin to see the Son differently and we begin to see the Holy Spirit differently. So sometimes when your issue is so difficult, you forget about Jesus, you forget about the Father and you begin to use the Holy Ghost as fire for your prayer. Holy Ghost fire. Holy Ghost fire. A lot of people don't even mention Father. All they know is Jesus and the Holy Ghost. But you see, the three of them function together because the Bible says they are one. First, first John chapter 5 verse 7. The Bible says that three things bear record in heaven. The Father, the Son, and the, the Word and the Holy Ghost. And the Bible says, and these three are one. Now, I don't have time to get into the name of Jesus. I mean, explaining where, how he came about. But in a summary, what I want to share with you is that the name that God revealed right from the garden, even before Adam was born, or was created, sorry, he kept changing his name upon name, upon name, upon name, for a reason. God gives a name for a purpose and for a reason. Now, when he gave all the names and he got to Genesis chapter 14, 15, he told Abraham a story in chapter 15 about the story of Jesus Christ who was to come 430 years ahead of time. Now, after the 430 years, Jesus as a person was not revealed. But God began to hide Jesus in his name. See, a name is represent your personality. Can you see this? Let me just, for, just for your understanding. It is like, if you live in the other world, where they pour libation. If I say, nobody will die. Because a name has not been mentioned. But if you limit it to a particular name and you mention that name, it does not matter because in the spirit there is no distance. Once you have mentioned the name, you have summoned the spirit. Can you see this? That is why God does not play with names. That is why you too, you don't just get up and pick a name for yourself. My name is written Daniel, but it is not pronounced Daniel. My name is Daniel. Because there is a God in there. E-L. Emmanuel is not mentioned Emmanuel. It's Emmanuel. Gabriel is not Gabriel. It's Gabriel. It's not the ladies one. I don't know where they take it from. Israel is Israel. Can you see this? 
Michael is not Michael, it's Michael. Now, all these names are where God hides himself. When you understand this, and I say, let's pray. I will not tell you whatever which in your house. No, no. As you begin to pray, they begin to scatter. I'm telling you. <laughs> so he hides in his name. Now, he wanted to show Jesus because he was the original man that he wanted to show to mankind. I, I told you on Monday. Now, Moses met God. In fact, God met Moses. And then, he introduced, he knew him as God because that was what the Israelites in Egypt were telling him. That they have a God. They have a God. But they didn't know the name of their God. Hello? They didn't know the name of their God. But they knew they had a God who loves them. <laughs> now, when he was sending Moses, then Moses said, when I go and they ask me, what name should I mention? I thought they knew his name. If they knew his name, he would have said they know me already. Then he said, tell them, he said, and Moses said unto God, go back, 13. And Moses said unto God, behold, when I come unto the children of Israel and shall say unto them, the God, look at it, the God of your father. Ladies and gentlemen, the, name, the word God is not a name. God is not a name. That is why fetish people can use the same God. You know, other religions can use the same name God, God, God. So sometimes, I keep telling you, if you go to a church and all they keep saying is God and God said and God said and little of Jesus ran away. I'm telling you. God is not the name that we have been given. God has a name. The word God means three in one. That is all. It's a supreme being that is three in one. That is what it means. Can you see this? The Bible says that Paul said there is only one God. You know why he said that? Because apart from God, who represents himself in three? Nobody. If Satan calls himself God, but on a different scale, not, in, not, like, not like our God. He only has a little function of how God behaves. But in personality, he is not. But today, you and I, we are called gods just like God himself. For the Bible says, I have said, ye are gods. And all of you are the children of the Most High. However, whoever God is today, that is who you are today as well. Can you see that? Now, the reason, let me show you that. The reason why Satan is called the God of this world is because when God created Adam, Adam became the God of the world, of the earth. Now, when Satan, he deceived Adam and Eve, there was an exchange of dominion and authority that gave Satan the right to run on the earth as a God, the one that runs the earth. In Job chapter 1 verse 6, God said, and when the sons of God met to show themselves to God, the Bible says, Satan was there also. And God asked him, where hast thou come from? And he said, I have been patrolling the earth. So he patrols the earth. Now, when Jesus came, Jesus did not collect or seize the authority on the dominion Satan had. He still left it for him. Maybe you don't get it. 
Have you forgotten that in Matthew chapter 4, the Bible says that Satan took Jesus to the, to the pinnacle and he said that, bow and worship him. I'll give you all the wealth of the kingdoms. Where did he get it from? He got it from Adam. Because Adam was the possessor of all the wealth and all the riches. Can you see this? The reason why God did not collect it from him and the reason why Satan is still running show on the earth, I'll show you. Spirits are not permitted to be on the earth. That is why when there's a spirit fully with somebody, we say, we cast you out. Where do we cast them? They go back to the abyss. They go back to hell. Can you increase my microphone? They go back to hell. Because that is where they belong. Are you, are you listening? Now, there are a lot of us, when we cast out devils, we don't tell them where to go. You just say, get out. I'm just telling you. The reason why they don't go far. The reason why after three days they come back. The reason why after one week, three weeks, they come back is because you just ask it to get out. You curse them. I said, get out. Jesus showed us the legend. He said, please don't cast us out into hell. Rather, cast us out into the swine. And the swine entered into the, the sea. So the demon was telling us that when Jesus cast them out, there is a place he tells them to go. There is a place. So when you say, in the name of Jesus, I cast you out, finish it. Finish it. Can I tell you a story? When they go to hell, because they couldn't finish the assignment, they are punished. The reason why they don't want to go is so that they can stay somewhere and come back again. You didn't know this, I'm telling you. They are not important to talk about, you see. But what I'm saying here is that the reason why Satan's name is on the earth, Satan, 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 is because he has the right, and that right is the right of Adam. So God calls him the God of this world, the prince of the air, the power of the air, because he has some right from Adam. But you see, you are not supposed to be afraid of him. He is not a correct God. He is not a correct God. You are a correct God. <laughs> you, you are a correct God. Now, in, in, okay. So, so go back to Genesis. Um, so the Bible says that when God, and God gave a name, he said, I am that I am. Please, I am that I am is not a name. He said, I, God said unto Moses, I am that I am. Now, this I am that I am is to say that I am who I am. If you find me, you know who I am. That's what it means. Look, I'll show you. If it is his name, look at it. We are reading together. And he said, thou shalt thou Thou shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am has sent thee. In other words, the one who is. The one who is, is not his name. The one who is, has a name. Can you see this? So the next verse says that quickly. Quickly, quickly. And God said 
moreover unto Moses that thou shalt say unto the children of Israel now he released his name he said the Lord God of your fathers the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob has sent me unto you this is my name not I am not I am he says this is my name forever so there is a name forever and that name is called Lord the, the word Lord in Hebrew is Jehovah or Yahweh so he said I am Jehovah Adonai can you see that and he said and this now he mentioned other names in addition to this one you haven't seen it is there He said, I am the God of Abraham. Is his name. He said, I am the God of Jacob. Is his name. He said, I am, ja I am the God of Isaac. That is his name. When you read your Bible, when they ask him, what's your name? He said, I am the God of Jacob. That's his name. He's telling you. God can inherit your name. Can you see that? For example, Jireh. Jehovah Jireh. is not a name of a person. It was a name of a place. The place where God provided for. That place is what Moses uh, Abraham dedicated unto God. And it, God inherited it at his name. So the name Jireh is not a name of a man. It is a name of a place. Can you see this? But today you see God can inherit you. He can inherit your name. You know why? Because he had inherited the name that is above all names. And unfortunately, all of us are found in that name. So you see, when all those names, he, he mentioned Jehovah, and so when they started calling him Jehovah, 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 Jehovah. Then when Jesus was about to be unleashed or released, he sent men to now talk about the man that was coming. So angels began to release some, some names that men didn't know. One of the names was called Emmanuel. He said, and his name shall be called Emmanuel. And then he said what? It means that God is with us. But when Jesus came, did you ever hear anybody call him Emmanuel? Then in Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6, he said to you, we read, for on, he said, and his name, for unto us a child is born. Oh, I have a message on that one, you should listen. For unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. Then he said, and his name, not names, his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. He said his name, but when he was born, nobody called him Prince of Peace. Nobody called him Wonderful Counselor. Nobody called him the... Were the angels lying then? So they began to release all these names. I'm just trying to show you when sometimes you can say Jesus' name, yet the devil is still there. It's because a lot of us mention the name of Jesus, you don't understand. Christianity, and yet you know, no. It is knowledge. It's, it's, it's simple knowledge. You were here when I called the lady and I, I, I just proved to you 
that is how Christianity is. It is, it is, it is a lifestyle of power that comes from knowledge. It is, it is not giddy, giddy, giddy. Once you know, most of the most humble men of God all over the world are people that understand and carry power. I'm telling you. You know this man of God, Apostle Joshua Selman? You, you, see, a, you see a humble man. You see one of my spiritual fathers, Prophet Atuman, said, you see them and you can tell. And these guys are heavyweights. Because if you have understanding of the word of God, you know that it's not by might. People that rush, they don't know anything. If you want to know what a man knows, listen to their language. Words. Nothing. When I entered here, if you were sensitive, you would have seen the seven angels that followed me. Three here and four followed me here. There was a wind that blew. I couldn't even turn this way and I came to sit. See, yesterday they were showing me some of my pictures. I was standing here. People were wearing white around me, but I was glowing like light. You can go back to Facebook and check it. I was glowing like light. Not because I was wearing white. You can see it. You can see there's a difference. The reason is that when a man catches the truth, and the truth is about Jesus, we don't talk about anybody but Jesus. See, I don't care about the witch that is following you. He's not important. I did not come here to talk about the problems you are going through, the money you don't have. It is not important. I came here to talk to you about Jesus. The reason we are here. <laughs> In fact, the reason we are alive. If you cannot talk about Jesus, forget it. Who else will you talk about? Nobody. That is why we preach what we preach. Paul said that we do not preach ourselves, but Christ and him crucified. That is why we preach this gospel. That is why I know a lot of people say, I preach gospel, but they are not preaching gospel. A lot of people call themselves preachers, but they are not preachers. A preacher does not talk about himself. Because they don't even understand what the word preacher means. The word preacher in the Greek is called kerux. It's somebody that speaks the message of the messenger or of, of, the, of the sender. That is why I cannot hold the mic and begin to talk. Look, I can begin to tell you about experiences. My encounter, my visits to heaven, my encounters with Jesus, my encounters with. But that is not why I'm here. It does not matter how many encounters a man has with God, he can never be bigger than Jesus. That is why we preach Jesus. That is why we teach Jesus. That is it. When I look into my Bible, the only person I look out for is Jesus. Whether in the Old Testament, in the New Testament. See, you can come and preach Jeremiah. And Jeremiah said, and Elijah, and Elijah commanded this. And they did all that one to show us Jesus, the one that will come. <laughs> So you see, so 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 he hid his name in Yahweh. Now Yahweh in the Hebrew is written Y H W H. It doesn't have even vowels for you to you pronounce. When he died on the cross, they put a sign on his head. Do you remember Y H W H? And they interpreted it the King of the Jews. But really, Jesus is not the King of the Jews. He's the King of Kings. <laughs> He's, they had some revelation about him they did not understand the, the YHWH 
it reads yod he wahe which means the hand of grace that is nailed in grace so they were talking about the name talks about the man who will die in whose hands if you go to heaven today and you see jesus there are people that have mastered his presence such that they glow just like christ the only thing that will make jesus different from them is that when you look at his hand you will see the mark the hole there and you have so much glory coming from there if you see the man with the hole in his hand you can tell who he is that is why some people will tell me oh especially the woman who prophesy and 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 they say that you know a, a, a spirit somebody appeared to me in white and the person said that i should cover my hair i should wear long white stuff I, 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 do you understand what i'm trying to say and they always say i never saw his head and i told them did you see his hand that christian forgets about the hand because he does not understand who jesus is and what he came to do if jesus will show me his head his hands are there for me to see that he cannot be a counterfeit he's the only one that nails went through his hand and nobody else he's the only one can you see that so it means that you know there's a song you sing yod hey well here is your name breathe lord just breathe on me then that's 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 what that it means it means the hand of grace this one yod hey well we are not doing a Greek tonight. The hand of grace nailed in grace. Now, you can see there, there are two words here. Hey and hey. This word is grace. Hey means grace in Greek. Now, the way it is written, it is written Y-H-W-H. But the original is actually H. <laughs> Which means that it starts with grace and it ends with grace. And this one gives you an idea of who is always the beginning and who is always the end. It is only Christ. That name Yahweh was actually the name of Jesus that was about to be revealed to men. But because he had not come, it was hidden in the name. So anytime they use the name Yahweh, it was the announcement of the one to come. Now, when Jesus came, and he was born into the world the bible says that an angel called gabriel he went to the mother of 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 jesus you know mary and then he announced to him that there is you're going to bear a child and then he said his name shall be called jesus ladies and gentlemen since the day that that name was given it has never been changed it will never be changed even when we enter into eternity, he will still be called Jesus. What does he tell you? He is the name or that name is the name that the father had on his mind before the foundations of the world to show mankind. Now, the reason why he did not show is because there was nobody to save. The meaning of Jesus means salvation. But there was nobody to save. Can you see this? Now, why did he release the name to, to Moses? Because Moses was going to be a type of Christ who was going to save the people of Israel from Egypt. There was some salvation. So he needed Jesus in there to cause that to happen. Are you with me? Yes, sir. 
See, you pray. When you are done, you say, in the name of Jesus, amen. Is that what you said? Why do you say amen? Huh? To seal it. What is the meaning of amen? Let it, let it be done. Let it be done. That's all they taught you. That's how you say it anyhow. Father, amen. Amen is not a name, just a name. Or a, a, a concluding word. Amen is a person. Amen is a person. Your prayer is effective when you know what is embedded in your prayer. <laughs> when I pray and I say, Amen. Guy, there's no way that prayer will not be fulfilled. See, Revelation chapter 3 verse 14. I'll show you this. It says, To the angel of the church, write this, that this is the message of the Amen. And then he told you the meaning of amen. The faithful and true witness. Can you see this? Are you with me at all? He says, unto the angel of the church. He said, unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans, right? These things sayeth who? Sayeth who? He says, these things sayeth the amen. Who is he? He is the faithful and true witness. Do you know what the word faithful is? He is called the amen. He is the person. So when you pray and say amen, you are not just, you see, you are not just saying let it be done. No, in fact, why do you think it will be done? Why do you think it will be done? Because the one in whose name you prayed, he is faithful and he's a true witness. In other words, when you say amen, Jesus bears witness with everything you have said. So he must make sure whatever you have said comes to pass because he's a witness to what you have said. When you hear me pray and I said amen and I say it is done, Go to heaven and come down. It is done. Why? Because as I prayed, there was a witness and he himself is faithful. Faithful means that he's dependable, he's reliable, he's trustworthy. And he is a witness. You know what a witness is? He is a witness to what I am saying. <laughs> what does he mean? When I am praying, he is listening into it. And he is bearing witness to what I am saying. And since he is bearing witness, he will watch over it to make sure it is performed. I just want to help you because some of the scriptures are scattered. He says that, you know, what God begins, he ends, right? He that starts, at, you know, we take the, he's just telling you, he's giving you an idea of who he is. So when you say amen, oh Jesus. I don't know if you have entered into prayer to a point where all you hear yourself saying is amen, amen, amen. You are not just saying let it come to pass, let it come to pass. Oh. 
you are calling him the person of the <laughs> that is who you are calling it's, it's mind, it's understanding that is why I ask you in whose name did you pray did you pray in the name of Jesus and it didn't work somebody was dying and you, you prayed in the name of Jesus and it didn't work your job was going off and you prayed in the name of Jesus and it didn't work is it not the same Jesus that caused a man that was dead four days to come alive if you call on the name of Jesus it is as though he is there himself show me John 14 John 14 go to verse go to verse 13 let me see look at it he said and whatsoever whatsoever meaning there is no limitation look the problem has never been God the problem is always the man that is praying. It is the man that is praying that limits the God that is infinite. Um, look at it. Jesus is talking. He said, and whatsoever, whatsoever, whatsoever means anything at all. What it means is that I can stand here and say, I pray and say, I want 20,000 aeroplanes. You see, in your mind, it won't happen. It cannot happen. If I ask you, can you get pregnant today in the name of Jesus and deliver tomorrow? Yes. Is it possible? Yes, <laughs> She's smiling before. I'm just trying to help you here. We have limited God and what he's capable of doing with the human mind. But he has told you that with men, it is always impossible. But with God, it is. He said all things are possible. Not some things, all. How can you grow your faith? If you can't see these things in the word of God. How? And I keep asking the question. If you don't understand, you can get pregnant today and deliver tomorrow. It's possible? If you don't believe, go and check the book of Genesis. The Bible says because of the sin of man, that is why he prolonged the delivery time of, of, of the woman. He said now you shall deliver after nine months in pain. Which means the original time was not nine months. The reason why we say we don't see the hand of God is to say that God is a liar and all things he has said are not really true. Some of us believe witches, we believe the devil, we believe any other people or persons or spirits, but not God. He said, and whatsoever, whatsoever, oh, what is whatsoever? He said, whatsoever ye shall ask, the word ask is the word demand. Whatsoever ye shall demand, in my name, that is the thing in my name in my name that i will do and the father may be glorified in the son what does he mean when jesus bring manifestation he gives joy to the father so don't you think that jesus wants to do things and cause manifestations in your life yes he wants to why he always wants to give joy to the father 
So then, why do we limit our mind? I'll show you the reason why you limit. Even look, all of you might have bank. You, maybe you have bank accounts. You walk to a building, written bank. You don't know the people in there, but you pick your money. You trust them. You enter there. You see somebody behind some whatever counter, and you give your money to them, and you believe that your money is safe. That any time you want your money, you can have it. You believe. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayma 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-L Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International, contact services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to leap from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.